Hey, what's up? This is Michael, and you are listening to The Campaigns. This is Made Men, episode 18. Wait, what did you say? We start here with the PCs deciding what they're going to do after that. They finally make a decision that they were going to go to the city, but along the way, they run into a landmark that Quarian, the new PC, recognizes, and with a little bit of elven magic is able to open a portal into a secret passage that leads underneath the tower and there are some uh, interesting things that happen in that room and things that are discovered so again here is the campaigns made men episode 18 wait what did you say And as the sand demon erupted out of the ground, it basically caused tremors that pretty much caused Jaden and Victor's house to collapse. Uh, you were successfully able to defeat <coughs> this creature, though I believe Corian is back unconscious again. And a couple of the other you are injured, but he's like still back unconscious, almost dead. And that's where we're going to pick up. It's right after that. The monster has just died. Victor and Jaden are still sort of huddled underneath a rock overhang. You're in the middle of the desert. He's unconscious. And Omi's about 40 feet away, who just shot, shot arrows. What would you like to do? I've had it! Grexel, I'm sure, is just like. <laughs> Whatever! Picking his teeth. I poke it with my stick. With your wand? No, it's what? It, uh, it sort of jiggle, jiggles like jello. It's a really loose, flabby mass of muscle and skin and meat at this point. So their house is destroyed. What are they doing? Well, like I said, this literally <laughs> just happened. So it's only been like six seconds after since the beast has died. They're still huddled under the sort of like a little outcropping. He's trying to protect her. Right, they I'll may run, not have even realized that the monster's dead yet. Run there first and see if they're still have all their limbs and eyes and ears and... Yeah, Victor's got a few bruises that are already starting to show where he sort of used his body to shield Jaden uh, from some rocks that were falling, but nothing serious. I mean, you know, a couple minutes, he'll be fine. And their house isn't completely destroyed, like leveled, but there's been pretty massive caves in. It would take a substantial amount of work, but you probably could dig it out. You know, they may have lost a room or a hallway, but it's not like it's completely gone. But it would, you know, Victor by himself probably would take him months by himself to dig it back out and make it habitable again. So, Corin's unconscious. They seem to be okay. Grexel is still poking it with a stick, and Omi is walking up. uh, is starting to pull his arrows back out of the creature so he can reuse them. All right. Well, for about... For a little while, I'll go with them to their house and see talk to them and see what they want to do and if there's anything I can I mean I can't I'll be able, I'll explain to them like I can't stick around but if there's anything you want me to help you do I'll do it or I'll suggest to them if they want to come with us and Grexel I'm sure you'll have something to say about this when you hear it, but you're not there right now. But I'll suggest to them about going to the city with us. Right, well, v- Victor basically would tell you that you know, they've made a life out here, and as, and as hard as it is, it's theirs. And unless things have changed in the city, if he goes back there, he'll be killed. So unless you can offer some guarantees that the situation has changed from when you first brought him out here... He doesn't want to go back for his safety and for his daughters. I would say that Omi would have, so like, a, my intention is just to. Okay, I'll talk in first person. My intention is just to give you a place, maybe to recover and regroup before you come back out here and start rebuilding. Okay. So while he's talking to Victor, or are you gonna go help Corian, or do you want Omi to do it? Okay. He's unconscious. Uh, he's in a stable condition. 
So he will not die unless something else happens to him, but he's still probably getting more sunburned again. <coughs> I'm poking with a stick. <laughs> You're now dead. <laughs> you are now dead. You're now dead. No. Um, he moans, sort of rolls over. And he, he even starts. him and put him over my shoulder. Okay. And I'll walk up to Zane. All right, so Grexel approaches you. Ah! <laughs> Actually, there's like this brief moment where you're like, ah, oh, it's shady. And then you realize it's because there's an eight-foot monster behind you. When you come up to me, you notice that like I'm getting really like scared easily and jumpy and like I'm not my normal self. Okay. <clears throat> Zane. Ah! What? Uh, Is there another one? No. What's Why are you so calm? What should we do with the elf? Well... We can cut his head and get the crystal. I think there's two... Well, hang on, we might. There's Put him on the ground. Well, we need to... Should I start writing my new sheet right now? <laughs> start thinking about your next character, yes. I've been thinking about this, and I don't know another way to decide it, so... I'll flip this coin. Is the, are the crystals more important, or is he more important? Flip it. Crystals. <laughs> All right. Well, no. We. He's an elf, though. We We're have. We're with the desert. The desert. The other elves. They can all be friends and eat scorpion. I don't think they're. I don't think that they will. Why? Like. I don't know, because those elves don't like any other elves, or any other race He's but them. Not like them. Yeah, he is. Look, he looks hideous. Anyways, we have two main things. The, uh, the door. I think he came through that door. That, that thing that you pushed, uh, Grexel, little right. Grexel through, up in the tower. The disintegration ring? Yeah, I think that's a door, and I think he came through it. Okay. So there's that, <clears throat> and then there's Graydon. Oh, we're going back to Graydon? Well, Graydon sent me a note and said everything is forgiven and everything's all okay, and I think what? maybe we should maybe we should go back there before we go to the tower again. How did Graydon send you a note? How did Graydon We'll be in the you? desert. When you got here, someone had given it to Victor and Jaden. Yeah, that's probably. Right. But I didn't know that how do you get something? I thought you were just going to say the typical courier came up. <laughs> yeah. On a bike. Here's a text message. Um, so we can make, I, th- I mean, I think we can go back to the city. How do you get a message? Somebody delivered it to, wait a minute, how did anybody know that Jaden and... That's a very good question, isn't it? Well, if it was somebody from the city that, then um, he would have some idea of his situation in the city then. So does he know for a fact that, like, he still could be killed? The letter was addressed to you, not to me. I'm not going to take it on, on the word that you are forgiven that I am. Yeah, but who brought it? It was someone from the city. We don't know them. Oh, so you don't know the guy that brought it? No, was just a traveler. When we approached, he left the the, the note on the base. Was it the... was it a human? Yes. What? So what do you think? How does he have the note? It was delivered here from somebody in the city. How did that somebody know that you were coming here? I start looking around. Look up in the sky. What are you, on the ground. What are you looking for? Do you see something? I draw my dagger. I think someone is right. casting a spell. So, Corian, you wake up to see Grixel standing over top of you. I thought it was on his shoulder. No, uh, he's put you no, down. No, no, no. And Zane holding his sword. <laughs> so you're on the ground between them looking up. And he's got his sword out. And he looks sort of like he's about to step on your face. <laughs> I look scared. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Don't let the big one eat me. He won't. He's, well, not harmless, well, but <laughs> he's very harmful. Do you taste like bacon? 
No. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Smell them. <laughs> That's not good after I've been cooking out the sun. All you probably do smell kind of like bacon right now. Smoke bacon since you were by the fire. I lick my lips. Well, if we go back to the city, we can stock up on bacon. Oh, this, I think somebody's casting a spell on us and they know where you are. Can you use detect magic? Yes. What? What are your results? <laughs> oh! I squint my eyes and I look at Zane with an, with an intense stare. Yep, they know where you are. I'm convinced. All right. Um, that means that's dangerous. I'll help. I'll, uh, try to get Grexel to come and help me. Grexel can lift their roof back up and put like two big, <laughs> two big logs under it, just to stand it up for a okay. while, and then he can go. When all the dust will like blow out of their house. <laughs> I'm so glad Gregsel has got the mythical proportions already. <laughs> Alright, so Gregsel working with Zane Six, right. and Victor probably within an hour, you could dig out a room enough where they could live there. And then that would be a starting place for them. Uh, you know, they still have access to stores of water and stores of food. It's it's a rough life to begin with, it'll be rougher now, but it's it's survivable. I want, I want to ask them why they live in the middle of nowhere. You kind of notice that um, he looks at Zane, sort of like his eyes shift over, and then he looks back at you and just says, it, "It's a life we chose. We're we're safe out here from people who wish us harm." I'll tell you, you ever, on the way back. Have you ever heard of a thing called bacon? Yes. There's not enough bacon here. So no. There's not enough bacon here. No, we. we I don't. said, well, life not worth living. Grexel, we need to find bacon elsewhere. Those sand demons will be back shortly. Will the sand demons follow you to the city? I don't know. They track you down. And they found me here, so we have to leave. Because now they know that I'm here. They could possibly find me somewhere else, too. What if you're flying? Can they catch you then? Maybe if we're in the city, no, they'd be harder fly. to find them. Maybe we'll go on a boat. In the water? Yeah. They might not be able to swim. I have no idea. Either way, or, either way, we can't say here. Or maybe you should go to a boat. Is there a superhero whose weakness is a color? It's Aquaman. Green Lantern doesn't work against yellow. Right. That's like they the, were talking about it on the radio. They that's like the really old version. The latest. And the newer version is just that yellow is a color of fear. It's not that it doesn't work against it as much as fear is the weakness of will. This comic book nerd moment is brought to you by <laughs> Michael. <laughs> You fell into my trap. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> okay, well, we'll um, all right. So Yomi, Yomi, Omi, and Grexel, and and Corian, Corian, and start heading to the city. All right. So the way I envision is when you left Mariposa, the tower was about a three-day travel, almost dead north, and then you then went about two days northeast. So you're up here where Victor and Jaden live. Are you going to go straight down to the city? Or are you going to go closer to the tower? Are you going to try to avoid the tower? Or do you want? I mean, skirt around the tower. Okay. Try to stay out of the proximity that I think we were in before. Okay. So are you guys all going? Any concerns or issues? Or are you just going to? We're going back to the city. I'm all excited. Okay. Are we going to? Are we going to be in like? We will see the towers. We're skirting around it. Yes, you would be able to see it. Probably not today, but tomorrow it, it would become visible. All right. I want to rule for, uh, I don't know, something to check out their gear. Okay. See what I can visibly see on them. I got 14. All right. Oh, for me or for them? For the entire party. Just kind of check out what they're carrying. All right. They'd just be more, basically a perception check. They're, they're not, they are traveling fairly light, but they do have, a, uh, like, a, I guess not a wagon more like a sled, because Sala is still with you as well. We haven't really been dealing with him a whole lot. But he's here also. So they have a wagon laden down with supplies, food, and water, that kind of thing. Uh, individually, Zane has armor that's like black, made of uh, scorpion 
hide. Mm-hmm. And I think he has like a, an artifact on his hip that you've seen him pull out and use like a dagger, like a weapon. Mm-hmm. But you would recognize it as Gis. Like it's something you've seen a Gis Tarian before use. Yeah. Um, he's again human, sort of average size. Grexel is about eight feet tall, looks like the Incredible Hulk. He's wearing a circus tent and a circus, like a magician's hat on top of that. So you really can't see anything other than that. So obviously I'm a great wizard. Yeah. And then Omi is, you know, like three feet tall, halfling. He's wearing studded armor. He also has a bow that's sort of scorpion-ish like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he probably has like a sword, sword or a dagger. That's, that's about it. Um, he does have an extra crossbow, I believe, that he was using originally. That he's no longer using. He's probably on the wagon or where the cart. Where is he, by the way? He's not here tonight. I don't know. Where is he? I don't know. He's just gonna make it. Alright. Well, I'm going to uh, talk to Yomi then as we're traveling and try to persuade him that if I could get a bow from him, I could be uh, a much better um, addition to this party. And right. some clothes. Well, and some clothes. Maybe like even some pants or like a scrap of that circus tent will probably cover my whole body. Do I have throwing daggers? No. Just like this yeah. big for you would be like a whole body for me. Uh, your dex is so much higher that you're actually better to throw your dagger than use it, but then it's gone. <laughs> so I don't think you want to throw your guest dagger away. Can I, but well, you, I can retrieve throwing daggers, right? Yes. After everything is Assuming dead. that nothing crazy happens, yes. So. Um, but for, wrong, my, isn't he? for my first attack, isn't I could. Is there a dagger from this weapon? Um, it is. And a short sword, which means he can use ducks for his hit. If that's accurate, then your numbers would be higher than that. Anyway, just the that the attack for the short sword. Yeah, would be would, would use your dex, not your strength, which would make it a plus two or three higher than what it is. So would it make it the same as the throwing dagger? Yes. So everything becomes a plus nine. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Wonder Twin Power activate. Okay. So you guys continue to start walking through the desert. You find Omi to be pretty affable and you know he's, he's kind of a charismatic guy he's very talking very joking okay but he's a little bit standoffish to you like you can tell he feels a lot more comfortable with grexel and with sane than you uh but over a little bit of time which looks weird he he eventually agrees to loan you the crossbow but you will have to pay for it like he's going to charge you a fee but since you currently are naked he will take it later <laughs> okay. I, will, I will give you my hat so you can use it as an outfit all right so you, so one of the things that I've, I've really not touched on, I mentioned a lot earlier <clears throat> that the wasteland was a really deadly place. But since you guys have been out here, we really haven't role-played that a whole lot. And, and I want to explain that just to make sure everybody understands. The way that Omi can navigate through the city, and I don't ask him, like he, I don't have him roll, he just knows the city well enough that he can get wherever he wants, point A to point B. That's pretty much how Zane is in the desert. So without Zane around you guys would be rolling these checks pretty much on the hour to avoid natural disasters, animals, poisonous plants. You'd probably see me, like, get on top of a rock and look for five minutes and then get down on the ground, walk, and then get down on the ground and, like, check something out that I see on the ground and be like, all right, we, we shouldn't go this yeah, way. Yeah, we should go this way instead. Or you might be, like, Grexel might be wanting to pick, like, a flower, and right before you do it, he slaps your hand, and it's like a, an actual animal that would no, eat No, I stand face. back and... and I'm like, <laughs> I don't want there might be, like, a little natural and pool of water <laughs> that if you go to drink, it would like acid awesome. and it would eat your face. There's a lot of face-eating goes on in the desert. <laughs> so I just want you guys to understand that th- this is a very dangerous, inhospitable place, and if you did not have a great guide with you, you probably would all be dead. Grexel might survive it because you have poison resistance. (laughs) Everyone else would probably be dead by now. Uh, So just keep that in mind that if Zane were to go away, you're kind of effed. (laughs) So, and Sala's with you. Sala isn't as good as Zane, but he's close. So Sala is his dad's best friend. In real life? No. no. In the game, <laughs> Solid isn't real. He's, he's not NBC. here. Well, I mean, was somebody, nobody played him, no, though. He's, he's just an he's NPC. An NPC. Oh, okay. So he's he's with you as well. So you spend that first night, and again, there's, you know, sounds of animals, uh, you know, like the rock cats. There's there's other sort of natural predators that you hear, but you you manage to keep them at a bay, so the night passes without incident. The next day, as you're traveling down... Uh, this is when quarrying, you would start to see what looks to be a tower off to your right, which would be to the west. Hey, what's that tower? 
it's a tower. Looks familiar. Speaking of the tower, do you remember anything from the time you disappeared from your old, from where you came from? You said it looks familiar. Well, yeah, of course. It was like I teleported or something. But I'm just saying that tower looks really familiar. Do you think you were in it? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. We're out in the desert. I don't know the desert very well. I'm from the forest. But the tower does look kind of familiar. We're going to go check out the tower pretty soon. Okay. I mean, like I said, it looks familiar, but I can't guarantee anything. Alright. So you guys are going to continue on south? Excuse me. Are you still dumping? Hmm? You're still jumping. Yeah. Doesn't look like he's been sleeping very well either. His eyes are getting kind of hollow. He's got PTSD. Yeah. And before, <laughs> like, if I when I would like talk to somebody, I would just like have a straight face and like talk to them. But like when I'm talking to him, you would probably notice that I'm not looking at him, and I don't really make eye contact with people. And Wait, with people or with him? Just because, like, if he comes up to me and is trying to have a conversation with me, I'm just kind of. Looking forward and not paying attention to him. Uh, on the second day, I want to approach Zane. Okay, so as you get up the next morning, you're having like a, a light breakfast of hard tack, maybe some cheese, water, ale. Uh, mm. you're, you're getting ready to break ale. camp, and then you can see that Zane just doesn't seem like himself. See, now we'll go, technically I'll go to Olmia, but since he's not here in actual, he's not actually present. Zane. Huh? What's wrong? What do you mean? You want me to kill the elf? Don't kill me. Why? Because <laughs> you're not. You don't like him. I don't have anything against him. Yeah, you do. You never talk to him. I don't know him. We can use some crystals. And he tastes like bacon. I want to start saying behind Grexel, like mimicking him. So when he like turns around, <laughs> I turn around behind him, so he doesn't see me. <laughs> What's wrong? I don't know what you're talking about. What's wrong? Can you be more specific? Yes. What's wrong? I just, I'm getting like physically frustrated. I stand up and start walking away. See, that's what I'm saying. Just leave me alone. Why? And I'm walking away. I'm walking behind you. (laughs) Saul will actually come up and try to intercept you and just put a hand on your arm my on your butt and just be like I think it physically leave. hurts I, th- I think like he, he's walking like this but he goes <laughs> it breaks his arm yeah uh, I think he, I think you should leave him alone He he's been through a lot the, we've been in the desert found out his dad may still be alive I mean there's he's just dealing with some stuff I think he's okay I think he just needs some time alone why he's emotionally fragile right now you know he just needs to eat some bacon. It makes me feel better. Well, let's let's get back to the city and we'll have some bacon at my house. Why do you bring bacon with you? It doesn't keep very well in the desert. I would eat old bacon. You probably have already eaten all the bacon that I did bring. So let's go back home and I'll get you some more. So why is he, why is he upset? I'm just guessing because there's been a lot going on. Do I believe him? I don't know. Do you? Roll. Do, I think, do I think he's trying to deceive me or do I think he's being honest? Uh, <laughs> you believe a baby right now. <laughs> seven plus whatever, wisdom, so ten. You. Not really sure. You don't think he's being dishonest, but it's possible he's just wrong as to why he thinks things feeling that way. Uh, Alright. Alright, I have nothing to say, I guess. So you guys continue on south. After about three hours uh, of heading south, you're getting close to a landmark thing that you would be familiar with. It's something that your dad uh, had taken you to probably multiple times. It's a fairly large boulder that's sort of off kind of to itself. It just seems to be sitting in the middle of the desert, nothing else around it. And what was always memorable about, memorable about it is that there was this sort of relief carving of vines that drape down one side of this boulder. So just, you're going to be probably past within, you know, four or five hundred yards of it. Um, so it's not necessarily on your way, but it's certainly not far away from your path. Okay. You guys want to continue on? All right. Your character would well, recognize it as well. Yeah. 
So I see the boulder as well. Yes. And the tower. Yeah. As well. Like man, this all this is so weird. It's almost like the tower got teleported with me or something. Like we're not in the forest anymore. We're in the desert. But it just I don't know. It looks too. It looks too familiar. Sorry, I was looking at you, but I was like almost in. I was <laughs> <laughs> getting lost in my eyes. No, I was. <laughs> okay, Mike, let's go. <laughs> that didn't sound good either. Like we're pairing off now. <laughs> well, you two are okay. I'm. Is this a key? I was just staring at you, and I guess I was expecting you to know that I was like doing this in character. But then, but then I was like, well, this just looks weird. <laughs> So Zane um, is giving you the thousand yards yeah, there. Yeah, so I'm just, I was just staring at you. Um, Grexel, come over here with me for a second. Okay. I want to start drawing in the sand <coughs> like, I thought I knew this. Grexel, have you ever seen real magic? Why are you asking me? Magic missile. <laughs> what if I said... What if I said I think that that elf is from another time? from the forest what if a long time ago or a long time in the future all of this is forest or was forest okay and he's from then so because he said that he thinks that that rock it's a rock with vines yeah. on it it's like a big boulder like probably about 12-15 feet tall it's almost like the size of a house small house because he said he's seen that before so so you're you're, you have no thoughts or feelings about it? It's weird. Isn't it a little bit more than weird? Okay. What do you mean? Hey guys, I want to check this out real quick. It's me walking towards the boulder. He starts walking towards the boulder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he probably, Whatever. He will probably be dead in 15 steps. Huh? He will probably be dead in about 15 steps. Why? Because he's not with you. And he's walking off all alone into the wastelands. <laughs> Good luck. Is he walking, like, is he walking off alone, or is he going just a little bit further away where I can still see? Well, him? do I see this boulder's about five hundred yards away, and that's definitely far enough away that. Oh, he, I thought you said okay. fifty yards. No, no, five hundred. Oh, okay. Yeah. I changed my mind. Okay. I thought we were that close to no, it. No, no, you, you you kind of recognize it because you've been there many times before. So not border as in like this that would fit in this room. Like he said, as big as a house. Okay, like a small house, not not like the whole ranch style. Or like, but yeah, in the desert that stands out. Okay. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> boulder in the middle of nowhere. So he's not walking off. Anymore. So. I started walking towards you guys and said, like, hey, can we go check this out real quick? We're, we're having a conversation in secret. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I want, don't eat me. <laughs> don't you think it's a little bit more than weird? Why? <laughs> you hear Zane scream from behind you. Perception I, I, check. I, 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 Is Grexel killing him? <laughs> less girly. I scream less girly I'll than that. <laughs> it's more like, Argh! I'll touch you on the shoulder and say, it's okay, I know, you've been through a lot lately. I I hit your hand away, I, I go... Ah! <laughs> Moves like an inch, like... Yeah. I understand. You thought I was giving you a high five. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so emotional? Never, just, let's go check out this board. You board. want a hug? No. Are you sure? Yes. Come Not on. Not from you. No. Let me give you a hug. Stay away from me. Are you going to come check out this boulder with us? So why is it so weird? Well, I've never heard of anything like that before. Obviously, what, what if obviously. he's from another time, and what if my dad could have something to do with that tower? Yeah. I'm just trying to put the pieces of this puzzle that we have so far together. And that is what makes the most sense. If he came from that tower, wait. I, I don't, I'm just smiling because you're smiling. I don't know why you're smiling. I'm smiling off card because I'm amused. But, um, so if, it, if he came from another, from from, you don't know if it's from another time. He could just be from the water. Maybe he came from the other side of the water. You're not thinking straight. It makes perfect sense. What? That he is from here, just in the future or the past. 
Okay. We don't even we don't even have his race around here. He's an elf. He's what? He's an elf. And yeah, yeah, but not like the elves we have. She's like a girl, yeah. You guys talking about me? Has anybody? No, it's a secret. Go away. Um, um, has anybody ever said that there used to be a different race of elves around this? Not specifically like that, but but you would know that the elves living in the desert have adapted to it, and that they're very likely, you know, sort of not say evolution as much as adapted to their environment. The, the but he's not adapted to it. Correct. He's like an elf from a fairy book that you might have read, mm-hmm. or, or stories of ancient times. I can't explain anything to you. No, yeah, you can. Listen. So if you came from the past. You want to go in the past and fix the future? <laughs> I would take I take a big step back. Be- because what you said made sense. <laughs> <laughs> did you say what you what you meant to say? Did you Do you know do you know what you meant? Yeah. Well, say can you say that? I bet you can't say that again. If he is from the past. If we go in the past, we can fix the future. Well, that's right. Think how much bacon will be right here. It will be amazing. You could start. You could start. Bacon farm. <laughs> yes. You could eat bacon. Could the, go back in time now, and eat that pig before it was your bacon. No, it would be a bacon tree. First of all, bacon comes from. Is bacon a rarity? No. I just love it. It is. We established that very early on in the game that it's the only common theme throughout the whole game so far has been bacon. Alright, do you want to check out this rock? Should we go in the tower and go in the past and fix the future? Well, what do you think you're going to fix? I don't know. I don't know. What you said made sense if there is some problem to fix, but I'm just trying to find my dad. So, a while back, we go to the city and see if Elisa's okay. Then we come back, go in the past, fix So I think we're going to go, like, wander close to the rock for, like, old time's sake okay. on the way to keep going to the city. Okay. So you come closer to it. You get close enough that you can clearly see the vines, and then you are very certain that that is the okay. boulder that you think it is. All right. All right, guys. I've seen this before. It's weird. Are we like right next to it or like no, how far? Maybe a hundred yards. Hundred yards. We gotta go. We gotta go check this out because I used to play here as a kid. I swear. But we gotta go check this out. Are you sure you didn't hallucinate while you were wandering aimlessly in the desert? If we go and if, then pass by this rock. If we go to the rock, I'll show you a neat trick. All right, but stay behind me and Grexel while we go to it. What kind of trick? Well, it's kind of hard not to stay behind him. Don't wander out to the side or in front of us. Okay. What kind of trick? So it's a cool trick. It takes you about another half hour to navigate there safely, uh, and then you come up where you're within touching distance of the rock. Okay. I go up to the rock, and I'll be like, you got to check this out, because I used to play as a kid. And in Elvin, I whisper to the rock, Sylvana, shed your light and show show my path. Okay. When he says that, the rock starts to shimmer a little bit and the vines actually turn green and they start to kind of waft in the wind as if they were actual vines hanging from the top of the rock. Does an 11 hit you? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you see me swing my, my stop aiming at you and I miss. Alright, so you, you're doing that and Roger, you're about to And so... Let's go pull my head. So, uh... What happens is, is um, Quarian says this in Elvish. I think both of you speak Elvish, so you yeah. would actually be able to... He said it in Elvish, I but do. you would be able to understand it. And then he kind of pushes the vines aside and steps into the rock right as you swing, which is why you miss. So he actually disappears into like, what appears to now be a cave that goes into this rock. See, so guys, I told you I knew this rock. Before he speaks, my mouth drops open, and I'm looking at you kind of like... Did you like? Did you make him disappear? Like now, I'm questioning. All the that you, now I'm questioning all the things that you did before. Like, 
Like his years of fake magic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Grexel wants to kill Corian. Corian's now gone, so you can roll initiative, but there is no enemy there. He's he's actually gone through these vines, and you can't see him any longer. What happened? We're going to pass. Do we kill the wizards? What are the what's the, what are the wizards? Well, when the gifts attacked, they focused a lot of their attacks on killing all the wizards. That's why there's no magic in this world. They basically eradicated it. We're going to pass. Why? I'm pointing at the rock where Karen used to be. So what? So what? What? Why does that make you want to kill the wizards? Because it's creepy. So Corey would, <laughs> no. would push the vines back up fast, take his head out. Like, are you guys coming? <laughs> All right. So, what are you guys doing? I start slowly walking towards where he is, and I'm just and checking it out and looking around. Okay. And then I'll slowly walk in. So it sort of looks like it's a natural cave, but you can just tell by the difference in temperature that it's not just. Like a cave that's just outside the desert would be much hotter. Like it's very, very cool. When as soon as you pass into the the opening, and there's not there's like a little bit of moisture sort of dripping, uh, almost like moss covered, which you would pretty much never experience out here in the desert before. I'm like running on the walls, jumping up and down, like real giddy. Just finally happy to see something I recognize and know. So the other thing that that happens. Is that as you enter into the cave, a small blue light about the size of a softball just appears next to him and seems to be following him. So as he goes deeper, you just see a little blue light sort of glowing and growing farther farther away. I just look at Grexel. I'm still outside. <laughs> I'm standing by the entrance. I don't know what's going on. Are you in or are you out? I stepped you, in. You He's stepped. just like right inside. Okay. I want. I want to come back to the entrance. Like, what are you guys waiting for? Where are you going? Into the cave. This is where we used to play all the time. Okay, but we're going to the city. I thought you said you wanted to check out the tower, though. The tower's not around here. This is how you get into the tower. I run to the entrance. Grexel, get in here. Get in here. I run in, ready for battle. All right. <laughs> Sala comes behind you, dragging the uh, the cart with him. He's on. Just like. like Constantly, sort of jabbering, yes. talking about elves and gifts and magic, and I mean, he's just almost in like a Nirvana state of this amazing discovery. And he's just like touching the walls and filling yeah, the moss so and even touching it to his tongue. He's like, it's fresh water. Like he's just amazed that there's actual fresh water dripping in this cave. Is his friend's best or his, his dad's, dad's best, best friend. friend? So, are you guys all going to follow Corian? Yeah, I'm because I'm I'm curious. So okay. I'm like, I have my weapon drawn actually. Okay. Yeah, I'll turn around and be like, that's probably good because last I knew the Gastarians were here, and they took over this place. So can't never be too careful. Is your how long ago was that? I don't know, like a week. So is your dagger flaming right now, or your sword flaming? Okay. So the only light you actually have is the blue light that appeared next to you. Okay. Yeah. I'll. If it's that dark, then yeah. Okay. So it is kind of hard to see, even with both lights. It's not like it's well lit. You can say, are you flaming? Are you flaming? Flame on. So you continue to walk down your fallen quarry, and, and it's it's like perfectly level. This, this cave doesn't appear to have been worked. Like There's no tool marks where it's been dug out. But it's also not uh, stone that's been, you know, laid. It's just sort of a natural cavern. But it's too perfect. It's almost perfectly cir- cylindrical or circular. It's certainly not a natural cave, but it also doesn't look like it's man-made. So you don't have any idea how it's actually even here. And you walk for probably 100 yards. Nowhere near enough to get to the tower. And now there's a door in front of you. And on this door, there's more sort of that relief carving. And it appears to be like sort of like a giant eyeball. And on the eyeball, there's a crown of stars, and then there's a sword that is stuck through the opening in the crown and through the eyeball and sticking out the bottom. A real sword, or a you know, just sword? it's just the carp, the relief carving in the in the door. Now you would know how to open this door, so why don't you tell me? <laughs> oh, I do know. Yeah, you would know how to open this door. You've done it many times. 
He leads to the basement beneath the tower. So I take my finger and go from the hilt of the sword and pull it down and then poke the eyeball. The eyeball goes... So when you touch the eyeball, that activates a mechanism and the door slowly opens inward. And there's just, like, dust just starts kind of rising up. This is obviously a room that has not been opened in a very, very long time. And it appears to be not necessarily like an armory, but it's more like a storage room. There are shelves of books and scrolls. There's um, some weapons, some armor. There's, like, kids' games, uh, you know, elvish toys that litter this place. And it's a pretty round, or pretty large, sort of circular room. And there's a big staircase that winds all the way around the outside. And it goes up probably about 60 feet. And then there appears to be a door at the top. Wow. The Gastarians really didn't take care of this place. Look how messy it is. Did you guys live in the tower? No, we didn't live in the tower. We lived in the woods. So what did you do in the tower? Well, I used to come here as a kid and play, and then... What? Did anybody live in the tower? Not that I know of. Why was there a tower empty? I mean, it was a pivotal point when the Gastarians came. They took it over. It was a watchtower. So did anybody live in the watchtower? Maybe. If they did, I really didn't know them. So they just let you play in the watchtower? Oh, that's why we came through the back door, so they didn't know we were here. I believe him. What's your charisma modifier? Uh, three. Alright, roll. Eleven. You believe me. You must be really stupid watchtower, guys. <laughs> why are you casting magic spells? Where are you from? Told you, I'm from the woods. What year was it when you came from the woods? We don't keep track of years. Yeah, you do. How do you? Oh, my. What was it, 125? 125 years old? So how do you know how old you are if you don't keep track of years? How old are you? How old are you? I, told, I just told you. So what year was it? <laughs> Uh, 400 moons past the harvest. <laughs> hey, Zane, how many moons past the harvest are we? You would know that after the, the Giths attacked, basically the calendar would have been restarted for pre-Giths. Actually, it was before the portal and after the portal is how most people reckon time. So you're not familiar with that terminology for years. What the fuck is the harvest? I don't know. I don't know what harvest you're talking about. He's talking about the harvest and the moon. There's lots of harvests. We harvest every year. How can we tell about, and I whisper, if he's from the future or the past? He has to be from the past. How do you know? Because the elves are adapted to live here now. It wouldn't make sense if he was from the future. You see us like whispering and then looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Giving you a questionable eye. So Sala is already walking. Did you make any marks around here? I don't know if I'm right, but that's just my what I think. I think he's from the bed. Fine. Higher low. Oh, uh, hi. Alright, the last time you were here, there was a particular toy that you were playing with, and you would recognize it if you saw it again. I remember I used to have my favorite toy horsey here. Alright, look around. Where is it? You find one that looks exactly like the one you were Oh my god, I found it. <laughs> he has to be from the past. Yeah. I remember I drew my name on it and everything. So, so what that happened? means we're like a when thousand start, years old. When the Gastarians came here, what happened to you? You just went all the way up in the tower and, and, and did something? I just realized we have seniority. Well, when they took over, people were killed, but I was lucky enough to be enslaved. And then I was... Is there a story about guests, people, enslaving elves? Mm-hmm. How long ago was that? About a thousand years ago. About a thousand years ago. Real magic. I feel a brain aneurysm coming on. So how long were you a slave? Uh, about 30 years. What? So you were 95? 
When you became a slave? I was pretty young. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't feel what that. What happened after thirty years? The gifts were here. Say that again. What happened thirty years after the gifts were here? Uh, I at thirty years after the gifts arrived, they were just still here. I think. Right. It took. It was a lot longer. Until they went away. Do you know of any significant events? Well, after thirty years, I was able to get away from. I mean, I'll make something up if I can roll. Well, the only thing you you would know exactly how long was it. Like on day ten, the dark went dark. But the the gifts basically conquered the entire world in a matter of hours. It wasn't even like days. It was like it wasn't even close. And then they were here for about one hundred and fifty years, and then one day they were just gone. No explanation. No, they didn't say where they were going. They just one day they were there, the next day they were gone, and then whatever they did to leave is what caused the wasteland. So the wasteland is a direct result of them leaving. You know, if we were to go in the past and somehow not be found and enslaved by the Gis, by the Gistorians, maybe we could learn how to keep the invasion from happening. How you guys plan going to the past? What are you doing here? Sorry. <laughs> I thought we were alone. I'm the one with the blue light. So, so Sala is walking around, like touching the walls. He's pulling out books and like just almost having like a nerdgasm. And he's like, blowing off the, the dust and flipping through them. And he's like, he's already starting to stack them into books that are in Elvish, books that are in common, books that are in languages he doesn't know. He's just already certain like set up shop as if he's gonna just own everything that's in here. Didn't the kids have like powerful weapons? Mm-hmm. We go back in the bus, how are we gonna kill them? I don't know. That's what I'm saying is if we go in the past, we have to f- think about how are we going to survive without what's your name? Your character's Corian. name? Corian. Corian, is there any Way where you come from that you have learned to outsmart the Gis, the Gistorians? No. I mean, like I said, we got we got taken over so quickly, and I was just lucky enough to be a slave. I, after that, I didn't even Has see. anybody ever talked about ways they have escaped or evaded them, or any weakness, or have you ever even heard of somebody killing one? Not killing. I've heard of rebel groups that just hid out in uh, little nooks in the woods, but I've never heard of them being successful in any way. Something to think about. Maybe we have more gifts weapons. Yeah, but they have the same weapons, and they probably use them better. I'll just get a bigger gifts weapon. <laughs> How did you come about the necklace? They put it on me. They put it on all their slaves. Okay, so we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll call that Plan B. <laughs> how many kids were? How many Castanians were around you? Did they, one of them own you? Multiple? Did they have a city? They took over everywhere. Uh, one of them was in charge of me, though. Did they make you? No. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Early in days, that didn't why. <laughs> we have eight day cat, eight day weeks. Where we go? All right. Um, so you're in a secret underground mm-hmm. chamber that you can only access by a magical portal that apparently only elves can open. All right. What happens if we go in further? Then we'll find the rest of the tower. Is this part of the tower, or have we not entered into the tower yet? You're like in the basement, basically. Yeah. If you go up. All right. Yeah, we're, we're inside the tower. We're just. Is there anything below us in the tower? Not that I know of. Why is that blue light that follows you? He's my friend. <laughs> Can you talk? No, it's just—it's an inanimate blue magical light. It's different. All right. Well, let's get to the city. If we do How? go into—if we do go into the tower, though, you better have weapons drawn because the Gastarians are probably still here. That's what I'm saying. I don't think we should go into the tower right now. I don't know if there's historians there, but... Might be elves. I'd be ones. Not like you. <laughs> I want to find out what's going on with Graydon, and you can check on Alicia 
we can fill up on bacon, and then we'll come back to the tower. I don't want to go now. Why? What do you want to do? I don't know. What has your interest? This place. We've been here before. It's no, we haven't. We haven't been in the basement. What I want to do is, like, go to the door and hold the door and look at Gregson and go, We've been here before, see? And then open the door and it's some weird thing, some place inside that we've never been before. It's like a pterodactyl fly. <laughs> yeah. Ah, and then I go, Shh. Ah. We're actually flying or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you going to do in the tower? We can cut his head off, get a crystal. I'm not liking this plan. Open the, the, use the key. Open the disintegration ray, go through the disintegration ray and not disintegrate, go in the past, steal really big GIS weapons, kill the GIS, and then we fix the past. I Terminator, I don't think that's going to work. I don't think we can go in the past, get GIS weapons, and, I mean, come on, that would be like going to the city and saying we're going to take the guards... Yeah. Weapons. Yeah. And then we're going to kill all the guards. Yeah. There's like a thousand guards. So? So we'll be overrun. No, we kill one, then it is 903. <laughs> we kill another, then <laughs> it is 854. Then they start looking for us. So? And then they find us and kill us. No, look. Look at this guy. He's not a threat to them. Rexus shows up. <clears throat> I don't think you're going to be a threat to them. Either. So Sal- Sala walks up and he's got a book open. And he shows it to Zane. Goes, Zane, have you ever seen writing like this before? And it's just like sort of weird symbols and stuff that doesn't really make a lot of sense to. You. And even before you even answer, he's just like, ah. Oh, and he starts to walk away and he goes and starts grabbing more stuff. Do you find any gift stuff? No, no. This is all Elven, pure old Elven. Old Elven. Doesn't look that old. Did they guess? Did they guess ever come down here? No. No one told them. No. Why would you tell them your secret spots? Uh oh. <laughs> Romeo and uh, I've never seen someone live through mouth and mouth Drexel. Roman doesn't check. I'm stupid. Okay. Do you mind if we cut off your head temporarily? I would mind just a little bit. Yes. What if we were intentional? I think that'd make it worse. Can I use my staff to help to take... Can we have your key, the keys? Is that bacon? No. Can we have the <laughs> keys that you have on your neck? They're not keys. They're keys. <clears throat> it's my collar. How did you use the tower? I don't know. I just press things and turn things and... What did you turn? Did okay. you turn anything that had a crystal I want to do something. I, I don't remember. It was all blur. I just did so Were fast. Were you drunk when you came here? No, but I tried to get out as fast as possible. So I don't that? believe that that... I don't believe that you can't take that collar off. Oh, I roll like a charisma check. <laughs> I don't know. What are you doing? You can you can see if I'm telling them if you think I'm lying or... What do you mean? What do you want? I mean, I'm trying to persuade you that I can't take it off. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not happening. Nobody ever takes our collars off. Mm-hmm. And I, you think you're fat? I, I tried for 30 years. I don't, I don't believe you. What do you think I really fat? Do they choke on their collars? <clears throat> well, they, I mean, if anything, people got skinnier. We're slaves. It's not like we're fed well. Why not? Because we're slaves. We didn't get does any of the um, 30 years. The mi- does any of the minimum of 10 or the bonuses or anything apply to <clears throat> just doing ability score? No. Okay, so if I want to make a charisma roll, because I'm trying to sh- convey how serious I am to him, that uh, you can use a strength roll by punching him. Well, what I want to do is I'm really serious about this. I'm gonna cut it off of you, but I'll let you take it off first. I I'm telling you, I can't take it off. We've all tried. Okay. I'm, I want to approach him, and if I get if he lets me get close enough, then I want to grab him. us feedback and comments at our website dndacademy.com you can check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on itunes if you have a suggestion for a topic we'd love to hear it 
Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com, and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.